Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Often cases of paranormal and extraterrestrial activity have some crossover. But is there a direct connection to the two? Welcome back to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding. And this week, we're trying to get to the bottom of this connection between the paranormal and extraterrestrials. Now, let's kick off with this week's fact or fiction. The word ghost was taken from an old English word. Is this fact or fiction? Find out at the end of the show. So, UFOs and the paranormal, is there more than meets the eye here? Although some see these as completely different concepts, others believe these actually do have a connection. And it said that the reason most people can't see ghosts or aliens is because uh, they occupy a higher dimension and higher vibration than what we humans do. According to this theory, certain energy and vibrational frequencies may allow us to perceive these phenomena and they might share a common underlying energy source. Now, we've touched on Skinwalker Ranch before, but this is a great example of poltergeist activity, countless UFO sightings, and even strange creatures. Perhaps this could be the key to understanding the intersection between these two phenomena. There is no scientific evidence to establish a direct link between the two, but some paranormal enthusiasts and researchers propose that both ghosts and UFOs might be manifestations of broader paranormal phenomena. Perhaps there could be an underlying explained force that creates a variety of unexplained experiences. In some cases, there are reports of individuals experiencing multiple paranormal phenomena at once. For example, a UFO sighting occurring simultaneously with strange apparitions or poltergeist activity. These cases are often referred to as high strangeness. Of course, I think that must have come from America and have led some to speculate there may be a connection or overlap in these experiences that many people describe. Now, one example of this is the Mothman, which we touched on in our bonus episodes. Here, as well as extraterrestrial activity, there's also poltergeist activity in people's homes. And I remember discussing the Rendlesham case and also how many people have been to the site 
where the alleged UFO landed. I believe it landed. And the soldiers actually saw the craft. One of them touched the craft. And there were scorch marks in the ground. And some of the trees had been scorched. High radiation levels were taken. But since then, people have actually gone to that place at Rendlesham and experienced hot pebbles, hot stones being thrown at them poltergeist activity. So what's going on here? And if you remember, I spoke to two eyewitnesses of the Penturk incident in Wales, and they both remarked that after their experience, uh, they both had paranormal experiences after that. So are the ETs affecting witnesses' energy levels or the consciousness? And I believe they are. When you listen to Cass Clark, uh, if you go back a few podcasts, you'll hear us say that as she was looking at what she sort of described as, I think there was a blue and a red tic-tac-shaped UFO, they were hovering in front of her, and she had voices in her head. They were communicating with her. So they're tapping into our consciousness. They're tapping into our brains. With the Skinwalker Ranch research, it amazes me that every time they try to capture poltergeist phenomena or paranormal activity on camera, the cameras are moved, turned away. By whom? Seemingly no one. So the activity isn't caught on camera. So who's moving the cameras? We too have had similar activity during filming Most Haunted. So this begs the question, do ghosts, or in some cases an energy that's making activity occur, not want to be exposed? Again, I think in some cases, especially with regard to Skinwalker Ranch, I believe that whatever is plaguing that place they definitely don't want to be seen or caught. I believe the aliens, and I think there are many different species that have been and still are amongst us, do affect us and our atmosphere. There was one house in Essex, I think I remember it's called Treasure Holt, yes, that's right, where the owners were desperate to move, absolutely desperate to move, as they kept seeing strange hovering lights around the house and the gardens. The house was also plagued with ghosts and paranormal activity as well. Were the two connected? The owners knew that the strange lights that they were seeing were not from this earth, and as soon as they started seeing these odd, unexplainable lights, they began to witness ghosts and paranormal activity. Now, joining us is Paul Askoff, and he has had over 50 years' experience in UFO research and investigation. Baffled, the Factor podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. More people in the world have mobile phones than toilets. Since most people are right-handed, in World War II, the Germans trained their army to eat with their left hand so they could spot spies in the cafeteria. A woodpecker's tongue actually wraps all the way around its brain, protecting it from damage when it's hammering into a tree. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. Well, I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Askoff, who has spent over 50 years being involved in UFO research and investigation. And he's had his own UFO sightings and was a member of the British UFO Research Association. And he's proved very, very popular. We're very lucky to get him very popular on podcasts and podcast panels. And he shares his views, which can be found on many YouTube videos. And Paul has also featured in two documentaries, uh, which were 
released last year and was well received uh, when he appeared as a guest speaker at the Outer Limits Magazine annual conference. We are absolutely delighted to have you on, Paul. Thank you so much for coming. This is fabulous for for me because uh, as people know, I'm a huge, well, ufologist. I absolutely love anything to do with UFOs. So it's wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. It's lovely that you've asked and it's nice that people are connecting the paranormal with UFOs. It, It does go together much better. Yeah, what do you think about that? Do you think there is a connection with the paranormal UFOs? Because I have heard stories of um, where people have had UFO encounters. You might have had one yourself. And then afterwards, they they have poltergeist activity in their homes or they become, they start seeing spirits or they're, they're having paranormal encounters that they've never had before. Yeah, it, it is all connected. And now if you want me to go into it in a little more depth, I'll do that if you wish. Yes, yes, please, yes. Right. One of the things which I say in my book is people tend to do, and, I'm, you know, I'm sure you'll back me up on this, people tend to do uh, stories of a haunted place or a UFO sighting or uh, even UFO locations or poltergeists and things like that. And people tend to stick to what I call one piece of the pie or one piece of the pizza. And in reality, what I've experienced over time, and I don't think anything happens by accident, we all have these experiences in our lives. And they've sort of, what can I say, pushed me down this path where Mm. I'm, I'm not a scientist, I'm not one of these deep thinkers or anything like that, I'm just a normal guy. But with the experience that I've had, they've sort of led me down this path to believe that they're all connected and people aren't joining the dots, as it were. And they are all connected on the electromagnetic spectrum. Now, one way that I explain this is if you imagine the electromagnetic spectrum that we have with us now, we deal with what we can see and what we can hear. And the that's part of our normal electromagnetic spectrum that everybody's aware of. You've got the long, weaker energy radio waves at the bottom end, and then it comes up through infrared, getting stronger and shorter waves all the time till you get through visible light and our acoustic spectrum, what we hear, and then it goes up through the ultraviolet and then X-rays and then the shorter, higher energy waves with gamma rays at the far end. Now, that's what our science knows and uses. And one of the analogies I use in the book uh, that allows people to sort of visualise it more easily is if you imagine it as an old vinyl record, and that is our, if you like, our vibration, our frequency that we're on at the minute. And around us are all these other vibrations and frequencies. So there's not just one record. There's a whole stack of records. And where we deal with, I mean, there are these scientists and cosmologists, astrophysicists, people with far better brains than I, that believe that the ordinary matter that we've just described only makes 5% of the energy in the known universe because everything is energy. Mm-hmm. So that's only 5%. Dark matter is 35% and dark energy, roughly 60%. These are approximate figures. But looking at how the planets and galaxies and everything and energy reacts to each other, this is what they're now saying makes up the vast majority, like 95% of the universe. 
this dark energy and dark matter that we are even aware of. I'm with you 100%. I was actually envisaging, I was I was <laughs> listening to you. I was so intently listening to you. I was imagining the vinyl records and seeing them all stacked up high. And I'm with you 100%. Everybody that listens to this podcast know it's, for me, I always bang on about it. all about energy, 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 energy. And there was a wonderful um, gentleman, uh, who I interviewed, I think it must have been a year ago now, and we were talking about the Rendlesham UFO case. And he actually said that he'd been into the forest where the ship had landed. He said he had poltergeist activity, little pebbles thrown at him. Yeah. So what was causing that, you know, and I, I, I'm with you 100%. And there's so much more, isn't there, than we, we yeah. can't even begin to imagine what we are surrounded in, what else is going on in the universe that we have not a clue, not one tiny bit. But I want to talk more about yourself now. And I know these are a little bit boring questions for you, but it's fascinating for us. (laughs) What I love about you is before retirement, you're a qualified nurse, an occupational health nurse and qualified paramedic and spent 13 years with both the regular and territorial British Army around the world. Now, you see, I think, if you don't mind me saying so, that's incredibly important because that gives you your spirit, your soul, your person, a sort of worldwide view of energies and emotions and experiences that you have collated and collected over time as you your soul has got older. And so it sort of, I think, sort of opens you up a little bit more into the world of the paranormal and into possibly seeing and experiencing UFOs. Tell me, do you think that's wrong or am I on the right track there? Oh, no, absolutely on the right track. And it's like everything, like you've just said, everything is energy, including us. Uh, the spiritual side of people, whether spiritualists would call it your aura, for normal people, it's just your electrical energy. I mean, people even say, and we refer to things like that, where they say, uh, you know, if we met in real life, that our auras, when they get together, Absolutely, you yeah. know if you're going to get along with somebody or not. And yeah, and people will say, yeah. we, we we're on the same wavelength, even, you know, <laughs> even infer to the energy side of it without realizing it. And, and that's how it works. And the this energy is around us all the time. And when I'm going back to the analogy of the records, uh, yes, I believe that my history and what I've experienced does what everybody uh, experiences throughout their lives. I think you mature and you grow into the person you're meant to be. And not all of us get there, but it's by our own efforts that, that you, yes. you know, improve, if you like, uh, yourself. And it's the thoughts. Now, something to think on here. We now, I mean, we can do rudimentary uh, recording of the electric fields. It's like we know we have our aura, and now they've such a thing as curly and photography. They do the uh, ECGs for cardiac. They do EEGs mm-hmm. and um, for the brain waves, but it's still very rudimentary. Now, if you think I'm just going to use a coverall phrase of ET for extraterrestrial races, because I do believe there are more than one. But you get a, a race of ET mm-hmm. that might be 10,000 years in front of us. Now, just to take a step back, imagine how far we've come uh, if somebody from one, even as little as 100 years ago came forward into the normal lives we live now with the internet and transport links and everything else that we have. 
Now, you imagine that 10,000 years in the future, and there's absolutely no way that we can envisage uh, how they work. Mm. And again, it's everything to do with energy. And they, where we, going back to the analogy of the records as I was, they may be on a record exactly the same as we are, but they might be five, six, ten records and energies, or people refer mm -hmm. to it as dimensions, away from us. And that is why on the spiritual side of things, you constantly hear people saying uh, lower the vibration or higher the vibration. And that's why. And it's where these records touch. Now, we do get these geographical areas all around the world hundreds and hundreds of them. Uh, I would say famous ones that people will have heard of are obviously things like uh, the Bermuda Triangle, Skinwalker Ranch, the Alaska Triangle. There's all these, but there's dozens and hundreds even of them. And where the records touch, that is where you get a lot of paranormal poltergeist phenomenon. You get a lot of cryptids, dogmen, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, that sort of thing. But you also get a lot of UFO reports and i believe this is happening now uh, if anybody watches mm. the skinwalker or the curse of skinwalker ranch as they call it uh, and i think it's these places where the records are almost touching and et because again i'm using that coverall phrase but not only do they know about this other 95 percent this dark energy and dark matter they completely understand it they can control it and they can manipulate it Therefore, they use these areas as a shortcut, if you like. To them, it's just a way of zipping mm. through from mm. one record, from one dimension to another. Now, we see that as increased poltergeist, and that's why we don't understand it. That's why there's all these cryptids, paranormal, even basic things that we see as a one-off and or it was just that house that had a poltergeist or it's just those forests that Bigfoot have been reported or it's just that area that's had a UFO reported. But the reality is that these are areas where these dimensions, it's like an interdimension, yeah. people call them portals as well. Or ley lines or, you know, it's where, you know, energy's converging. And and so I completely yeah. agree with you. We had, I remember investigating a location and I can't remember. It was, I think it was series one of Most Haunted so many, many years ago. And it was a cottage. And he had reported the owner had said, we're having yes. poltergeist activity, but we're seeing ghosts and other, but we're also seeing UFOs and they're coming really close to the house. And and at nighttime, you can see these lights, different coloured lights yeah. coming through the windows. When we were there, we didn't see any UFOs, yeah. but that came hand in hand with that. And you're absolutely right. I completely agree with you. I think it is a sort of like portal into a, a different dimension. Yeah. But let's talk about... and. and, and People ask me certain questions to do with ghosts and there's sort of a, a certain, you know, your top five most common questions. And I'm not, I want to ask you, out of all the questions um, that you've answered uh, or cases that you talked about, I want you to talk to me about, uh, choose something that you'd like to talk about that really excites you, a case, something that's, you know, sparked your interest Anything like that, because I don't want you to ask you the obvious questions, you know, when was your first UFO sighting and so on and so on. 
what really hits home to you? What really excites you when talking about UFOs? And I know people listening will, will want to know about your sightings and what makes you believe in extraterrestrials. And you mentioned that there was more than one species. And I I 100% believe in that as well. Um, so for you, just could you just give us a couple of examples of why UFOs excite you so much? Right. Well, I'll, I'll just, yes, I can definitely do that. But what happened was I saw uh, with my, I was with my father and my younger brother, and we saw two UFOs. Now, one of the things, uh, one of the questions I always get asked is, how do you know it's not just a balloon or it's not just an aircraft, anything like that that's been misidentified? And what I said was, you will get a feeling with it. You'll you'll know. Now, this feeling that you get across the board, you get these feelings and reactions, bodily reactions, physical reactions, whether it's a UFO, whether it's cryptid, or whether it's something on the paranormal or poltergeist. But you people react, and again, it's an energy thing. I was with my brother and my father, and we saw two UFOs come out of a cloud really fast. And then they just stopped dead. And they were just like pearly white spheres of light, just a ball of brilliant light. Was this in the daytime or at night? It was just getting, it was dusk. Right. As we saw them, I actually felt a connection. And I got this uh, voice in my head that actually said, oops, we hadn't meant to have been seen. Ah. And I got that quite clearly. And it was a feeling, I got everything with it. It was like the, the intent behind it, if you like. Now, talking to my brother and father afterwards, I was only 11 at the time. My brother was only nine. Neither of them heard anything or felt anything. They just knew it was extremely odd. And this is what I say is people get the feeling, they get the connection mm. that it is something so bizarre, so odd, so alien, if you want, for want of a better word, that you know that it's not terrestrial, you know that it's not man-made. And it was from that moment on I wanted to know. Now, several things going on as I got older and matured, several things and experiences happened. But one thing that I found, even when I joined Buford years later and was an investigator for them, was that you get this pattern of experience that people get within this field, whether it's UFOs, paranormal or cryptids. And one of the things that many people will say, and you may have experienced it yourself, is you, if you'll suddenly, you'll come into a bubble. And to me, it's the bubble where the records touch and suddenly you're into a different frequency and you will, you'll hear nothing, complete silence. And people experience that on the paranormal, within cryptids, and with ufology as well. And it's because they've been tuned out of where they are, and they're in a different frequency, so you're out of our normal hearing range. So there is no background hum of traffic or wind in the mm -hmm. trees. There is nothing. And then you also get this where people will be frightened. And I mean real fright, proper, mm -hmm. like a, this visceral terror that people feel. And it's because I believe it's your soul, your higher self, your energy of you, and not the physical body, that realises that it's going into a different frequency, if you like. It's going into a different dimension, and it knows it shouldn't be there. So you get this fright to sort of say, whoa, you need to back off, you need to come away from this. And we get this reported 
with poltergeist phenomenon, with Bigfoot sightings, with UFO sightings, even things like Skinwalker Ranch. And you get it, if people go back, say people have experienced a poltergeist or Bigfoot, something like that, and they go back to the same, and they don't like going back because there's that energy still there. And it's because it's on one of these, it's where the records are touching. So they can feel it. And because they've been once, they're more aware of it. And I think people grow, as people grow and mature, they do become more aware of it. And I know we live, we live sort of materialistic lives, if you will, but people, as they grow, people tend to quieten down and listen more and become more aware of the world and the different frequencies around them. So you get this silence, you get this terror, for want of a better word, that's common to all things like this. And then also you may, you'll get electrical malfunctions, as you know yourself. yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. You go and investigate these things and your batteries will drain. And people say, well, I've checked all this and did that, and now they're, now they're dead. And it's because you're going into a higher energy, it will drain the power that's available from there. So you get this draining of batteries. And in reality, people, uh, and it happened, there was a good example on last season's Skinwalker Ranch, and they, they just, everything went dead. And it, instead of looking at it as a negative thing because they can't record anything, they should look at it as a positive because in some ways it's confirming that they're in the right place it's confirming that they've got to that bubble of energy where the that dimensions cross if you get what i mean it's it's fun, funny you should say that because uh i was um we're doing a theater tour at the moment and i was on stage and we my, i was stood next to the audience we're in we were on stage doing this the show and i'm stood next to our technician technician um, who loads up videos that are shown on the big screen. Now we've been, I think this is, oh, I don't know, 16th, 17th show, never a problem. All of a sudden the um, tech guy flinches and says, oh my God. And he has a, a scratch on his face and it's bleeding. And then we hear this thud, 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 and this strange noise, like a whirring, whispering noise. There was nobody there. I tapped on the where I was on the side of the stage and I said, can you copy me? And I tapped three times, copied me back. And then then the technical equipment all malfunctioned. We lost audio, everything. Techni technicians running around the stage going, what the hell's going on? This has never happened before. I'm trying to fill on stage thinking, what is going on? The knocking phenomenon, the rapping's going on on the stage. And they, they had to take all the plugs out and plug it all back into the system. And then it all came back on again. But I knew, I thought, well, it's the energy. It's exactly what you've just described it as. It's that it, it, it is, it draws on the energy. It uses all the electricity. It does malfunctions here. That We've had it so many times. So you're absolutely right. And, 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 and I think this is absolutely fascinating. Tell me about a case that really fascinates you obviously your stink skin i nearly said stink water ranch then that would have gone down <laughs> stink water ranch can you imagine <laughs> oh, obviously not that one because i think we everybody's spoken about that till we're blue in the face but is there a particular case that really gets your juices flowing well, there are well, one of the things that experienced that happened to me on the paranormal side of things was I was on a school trip 
and I'm sure you'll, when I finish it, you'll go along with this, but I was in student accommodation in Holland. We had a pretty little town in Balkenburg, and it was used for school children, basically teenagers. So again, we're talking teenagers, poltergeists. Yeah, and yeah. what happened, it was, we were maybe five, or, I can't remember if it was five or six floors, but because it was for young kids, there was no lift. So there was like a central staircase, uh, and every floor was the same after the first floor. There were two big dormitories, which was usually one male and one female, a toilet at one side, a small room for a like a, a caretaker or teacher, whatever, supervisor, and then a central staircase, and that was it. And it went straight up the middle of the staircase. So the very last night we're there, we'd been there a few nights, and the last night, the uh, one of the guys came in and he says, oh, the girls are kicking off, they're all scared, you better go and see what they're talking about. So I go in, you know, like you do, a typical teenager. Oh, yeah, I can sort this out, full of bravado. <laughs> and I went in, and there's, I can't remember if it, it, there were six or eight bunks, and it was like a typical rectangle. Now, I, as you're looking at a rectangle, I was at the bottom right-hand corner, which is where the door was. Mm. Behind me was the staircase, and to my left at the end of the room was this toilet. Uh, so I'm looking into the room by the door. It's just dead straightforward, very basic student accommodation, a small wardrobe and a bedside table and bed. So there's six or eight of them. And there was a window on the far wall. Now think on me, maybe, I would say, it's between 50 and 60 feet up. So there were no wires, there were no trees, there were no anything. You could you got a clear view that would cross the town. And the girls asked, so I said, what's the matter? You know, and the girls say, and they were like, they were like terrified. They're all huddled up in the beds, uh, sort of saying, there's a knocking outside, and I said, well, there can't be a, a proper knock. I, I'm, I'm thinking like it's rats or mice in the walls mm. or something like that. And literally, as I'm trying, because people do rationalise, people do try to make things back with a normal explanation. Yeah. It's normal for us. Anyway, as I'm sort of looking, and I've just finished this bit of conversation, there's a knock on the wall furthest away from me where there's a window. And it literally was just like somebody was knocking on the outside of the wall and we were at ground level. And it was like, straight away I knew there was something wrong. And I got this atmosphere. Uh, now this is something you'll be aware of. When there's something there, you get an atmosphere and you get a feeling. And there was this knock on the wall and straight away it was like, whoa, there's more to this than meets the eye. There's mm. something here. And then it stopped and the, all the girls sort of looked at me and then it knocked again in the corner, on opposite corner to me, and then it started moving down the other outside wall, just like we were on the ground floor and somebody's walking down the outside, knocking very hard with the knuckles wrapping on the wall. And it was like, this is really odd. Anyway, it went farthest away from me, then it came down the side of me towards where the toilet was at the end. Then it stopped. And the toilet was one of those, uh, just a normal toilet. And the window, it had one window above the loo that sort of pushed out on a bracket at the bottom. Mm. So the hinge was at the top. Uh, and the, we'd obviously left it open. And the bracket was knocked off at the bottom and it slammed closed. So, of course, I looked there, then looked back in the room. All the girls are terrified. And as I look back in the room, at the side of me, I'm stood by the door where the door opens. And next to the door was one of those light switches with a little knob on it. Mm -hmm. And the knob, I physically saw the knob go up on its own and the light went off. All the girls screamed. My hair stood on end. And it was just a pure reaction. I turned the light back on and they came on. And then the feeling went. 
Uh, and like I just said, you get that energy mm. and you can feel something. And then all of a sudden it's gone. There was nothing there. Uh, and everything was back to normal. And I literally just went, all the girls were sort of screaming and crying and carrying on. And I just went and got a teacher and left the teacher and she slept in their room, but nothing else happened. But it was, to me, it was typical poltergeist activity. But I felt the energy and I felt it when it was there and when it wasn't When it there. wasn't, yeah. And I think, yeah. And I think you may have experienced similar things as well. Yeah, I, and I can tell. I can tell when... I don't know whether it's just doing it for years in week in week out but I can tell when a spirit has come into the room and has left and I also know when when the when there's more than one and one of them has finished communicating and somebody else wants to talk and that's not it's not psychic I'm not getting any messages it's a feeling in my gut and I know and and you can feel the energy changing in the room yeah. and you know when they've gone the atmosphere just yeah. completely changes. I'd love yeah. to, and I know there's we, we've had them, you know, your air pressure monitors, your temperatures, your this, that, and the other. But I wish there was more. There was an, an instrument that you could use that would just yeah. monitor, uh, you know, the, the same feelings that we get that we can feel that atmosphere changing, and it, and a monitor that can show the atmosphere changing um i don't uh, you know it, it would be fascinating to find something like that um i, yeah. I would really be this, interested this in is it. the stumbling block that we have in it oh. this is the stumbling because we don't have the electrical equipment that can detect that energies with the dark energy and that matter and that's what we need and that's the next i think whoever can do this uh, that'll be the same thing and it's exactly the same with ufos if you think now everything is energy, and I know I'm changing the subject now, <laughs> but it's because it's, it's it's relevant. It's exactly the same thing. ET being able to understand and to manipulate and all the rest of it, mm. they know when, when you see them. They know because because they make that connection. How I got the connection to start with, uh, I how many times I don't know, but in my experience, talking to witnesses they will tell you that there was a connection. And often you get these uh, coercive reactions where uh, my sister and two of our cousins uh, were in a, a cottage in Wales and there were some lights above the forest outside and they watched them and then they became afraid and they became, uh, what can I say, made to close the curtains like, like they shouldn't be watching. So they close the curtains and, and sort of di distance themselves from it. And there are a lot of things like that where I have another uh, a nephew who does vehicle protection in the Gulf from pirates and things like mm. that. They sail at night, uh, no lights, uh, they're sort of undercover, well armoured and everything. And these are supposed to be soldiers that are there protecting all the rest of the vessels. So they're undercover, they're supposed to be the big rough tough bad guys. Um, he said one night, Paul, he said there were three or four of us on the deck. He said, because the night sky is fantastic. He said, we're in the middle of the Gulf. There's nothing near us. And you can see every star and it's wonderful. And he said this night there was like a, a big UFO. And he says it was quite large. He says just above the horizon, maybe 30, 40 degrees. He said, but very bright. He says, but what got my interest was uh, it was like a, a big ball. He said, but there were other smaller, tiny 
orbs, if you like, coming and going from it. Mm. And he said, we've been watching this for about 20 minutes. He says, and in the end, there were four of us stood on the deck watching this, like what he would call the mothership and these other smaller ones coming and going. He says, but all the time, we're very slowly getting closer and closer to it. He says, and in the end, he said, we'd been watching it about 20 minutes. He said, then together, collectively, they all became scared. And he said, this is us that's supposed to be the best thing in, out there on the sea, protecting everybody else. He said, but we went down, down the deck, closed the hatches behind us and didn't go back up again. And he said, it was just that feeling that was like projected onto us so that we weren't to watch type of thing. And he says, and that was the impression that I got. That's fascinating. I love that. Isn't that amazing? Mm. So, yeah, so it's almost like the aliens aboard that ship are going, no, nope, nothing to see here, bog off, yeah. and sends that yeah. energy of go away. Uh, and I know people listening will have heard me talk about this, but me and my husband, Carl, we were driving to, to Wales, Rithin, and we saw uh, uh, two UFOs hovering above the car, nighttime, silver bright balls, and they were just hovering. We, yeah. And we thought, what is it? Is it a helicopter? What, what, what? Nothing. No lights, no flashing lights to say that it was a um, an aircraft of any kind. Were there balloons? Were there nothing? And they just sat hovering. We slowed the car right down. And then, boom, boom, they shot off at such high speed. It, was, it, it yeah. wasn't humanly possible for any aircraft that we know of that could have gone off at that speed from being stationary. And I just hope, sorry for boring everybody listening because they've, they've, they've heard that before, but I honestly, it made, we were so excited. But listening to you now, Paul, <laughs> I, I hope that whoever was in those UFOs was looking down at me and Carl and going, Hmm, interesting. Yes, we must keep an eye on these two. Because I, and every night on a week, a Friday in the night, I'll have my glass of wine and I'll stand outside. And if it's a clear night, I'll look at the stars and I'm begging, please, please come and say hello. Just come and say hello to me. And I'm shouting out, please come and say hello again. Please, nothing. So I'm really upset about it. So I want something yeah. to happen. So with you, with that initial, when you were 11 and you 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 saw that with, with your your brother and your dad do you think that it's almost like and you've got that message in your mind they have made a connection with you and therefore yeah. you've seen many other sightings and you, you've ended up doing what you're doing because of that connection yes i do think that and they they do have that connection and that is one of the things when people always say why do abductees uh where they say they've been abducted once or twice or three times throughout their lives i mean uh Pascagoula incident with Calvin Parker and Charlie Hickson. Yeah. I mean, I know, unfortunately, Calvin Parker's just passed away, but he uh, could readily remember the uh, incident of his abduction in October 1973. Now, when more recently uh, he was um, hypnotically regressed by Kath Marden, um, she uncovered another three instances so he'd actually been abducted on four occasions one before and two afterwards that he couldn't remember and there's always this connection because if you think about it everybody everything has an energy yes and that is why we react like we do yeah that's why as i said earlier you know if you're going to get on with somebody so everything around you has an energy and your thoughts also your thoughts and memories are energy 
Oh, absolutely. Therefore, yeah. Carry on. Sorry, I interrupted yeah. you. Sorry, I'm so excited. Go on, no, keep going. Fine. So if ET can understand that, that is why when we get to the UFO abductions and their scenario, that is why, A, we don't have any language barrier because it's a direct telepathic mind-to-mind -mind communication. Yes. So that is, is speech that uses language, not your mind. So it's like in my case, when I got that first thing, oops, we hadn't meant to have been seen. It was the immediate content, the intent behind it and everything that you get as a whole package. So language doesn't come into it. So that's why that's that commonality where ET is understood, whatever it is in the world. Also, that is why you get the uh, the screen memories where people will only remember certain things, as in the case of Calvin Parker, who could only remember one of the four abductions. Mm. And if they want you to remember, you will remember. If you, they don't, then you can't remember because they're able, because it's an energy they can control it. And I did, uh, as an example, I did uh, an investigation for Buford where four adults were abducted back in 1995 um, in West Yorkshire. And the, the one of the gentlemen, he said, Paul, he says, it's the weirdest thing. He says, even though talking to you now, he says, my memory even now of that night, he said, is so bad. He says, if you can imagine it like, he gave a very good description. He says, if you can imagine it like the old VHS videotape. And he said, but it's been cut up into pieces and most of the pieces are thrown away. And then some of the pieces have been spliced back together. So I've got this haphazard memory. He says it's like it was light and then suddenly it was dark. And he says, I can, I can remember thinking, why is it dark so quick? And things like that. And he said, it's like my brain doesn't have that. It's got that missing piece out of it. It's been taken out of it. And it's because it's an energy that they understand. Mm -hmm. And that is why they can control it and control us and everything that we see and experience, that is why it comes out as we do. Uh, as, as one of my friends, Paul Sinclair says, it's the truth with no proof because, because it's on a different frequency, because it's not using dark energy and dark matter, we've nothing to measure that with, we've nothing to quantify it with. So it's not physically, we don't have the, the proof, anything no. like that. No. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Lovely Paulie's been on the show. Um, I mean, the thing is, the way you're talking, and I, I I find this fascinating, is that many of us could have been abducted and yet we'd never know. We'd yeah. never, ever know. We wouldn't even have an, an inkling. I mean, <laughs> funny enough, oh. me, me and my husband were just on the way back. We'd gone out for lunch. And I said to him, I said, oh my God, we've done the same journey. I said, this journey seemed to be taking forages. It felt like we'd been in the car for hours <laughs> and we'd only been in the car for like 10 minutes. And sometimes yeah. you get that, don't you? Or you go, have I just lost it? Where's yeah. the time gone? Have I just lost it now? Who knows? Could have been abducted. Yeah. Now think about it from our culture's point of view and the way that the media have ridiculed and sort of stigmatised the whole subject. People tend to rationalise it and say, oh, well, no, that can't have happened and brush it off instead of investigating something that at the moment we're not able to fully investigate, but because of the climate that we're in, where it is ridiculed and laughed at and made to look, yes. you know, so people tend to play it down and rationalise it more than they would ordinarily. Oh, don't get me started on on <laughs> on on people not taking things seriously. I get so angry about it because, you know, we should be looking at all of this and everything that you're talking about makes perfect perfect sense to me. And I know many the people listening will be nodding their heads going oh my god that just makes perfect sense to me and it should be taken so much more seriously than it actually is i mean you know yourself the ufo and ufologists and everything about ufos at the moment it is opening up more i mean if you go back to the sort of i don't know as even in the 80s you know people had still take the mickey wouldn't they and sit there and talk about ufos with yep. tim foil on the head and and all the rest of it. so it has opened up an awful lot more and i think people are more open to the fact that we're not on our own you know come on now we've we've had lots of amazing eyewitnesses professional eyewitness people in the military and so on that are seeing so much now and we've and and also our way of being able to film things now you've got social media people out with their phones looking at the sky and you know it's all sort of of becoming uh it's more it's it's at, it's more available isn't it for everybody to to look at go and witness yeah. for themselves and i think i wonder where we're going to be in 50 years time what do you think mm. yeah now that's a good one because people always ask me what about disclosure are we going to get disclosure well we sort of are but it's a drip feed of disclosure if you like mm. it's like when, when i was asked to comment on the documentaries uh two years ago when the uh, Pentagon released the UFO videos and yeah. there was go fast 
Tic Tac Go Fast and Gimbal were the three videos they released. Now, what people, I dare say the normal layperson, uh, don't under or didn't understand was these videos that were released were seen by the pilots with within our normal visible spectrum. They were recorded on the infrared gun, cam gun cameras of the aircraft. So that's two mediums and then they were also recorded on the carrier fleet underneath so that's three different mediums they've been recorded in or seen in and with multiple witnesses now one thing that i said uh, and i still say now was yeah that's just three instances but they actually admitted uh, within the report that they gave at the time that they had 80 80 uh sort of well I'm just going to say that they had 80 of these examples, but they weren't going to show us the other 77 because it wasn't in the national interest, if you like, for national security. And that's their get out of it, if you like. Of course, yeah. But, but going back to what you said, where they shot off with the movement, and it was the same with the pilots uh, that saw these, that, that they've admitted to, was the movement of the aircraft uh, no, I'm going to change my, my, my line there. The movement of the craft mm. was completely different. And they make me laugh. I mean, how many times have we heard these so-called experts that they get on that said, well, that would be impossible. That can't have happened because it would kill the occupants or there was no heat signature. There was no flight surfaces or, you know, uh, these bizarre movements at 90 degrees and all the rest of it. The thing is, that's using our physics and they don't use our physics. Absolutely, as, yeah. Yeah, and as anybody that's uh, that that's talked to the abductees, the feedback we've had, oh, since the 1950s even, mm. they've all said it's controlled by thought, it's their energy, and this is where we need to advance because we're not at that stage, we're not at that spiritual developmental stage where we're able to control our thoughts but you know what paul yes and they can but you know what it's so frustrating for me because i mean we managed to get um blair i think it was the daily mirror came and they they listened to this knocking and the rapping and they were blown away by it and they actually wrote about it which was the first time we actually had a newspaper taking it seriously and i've asked so many scientists to come and experience what we experience and they won't come they won't come because I don't know why they laugh about it rather oh yeah whatever and 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 it, and it really um annoys me and it's the same with the UFO and, and you're talking about um energies and I'll just we'll just finish off with this because I just think you might be interested in it so when you do a Ouija board lots of people are sort of like roll their eyes and go oh yeah whatever but I remember we did a Ouija board once with members of the public and um uh, something came through and um, I don't know how we got to it because it was a long time ago, but I said, do you know this lady? And I pointed at her, do you know her phone number? And I said, take your finger off the glass. She took the finger off the glass and everybody else, they didn't know each other. So they're all strangers. And the glass went to her phone number, individual digits. And it went to her phone number. Yeah. She was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Then I said to the next lady, I said, what's this lady's phone number? And and uh, and the same thing happened. And there was a guy and I said, now then, I said, I want you to think of the wrong phone number. Just think really weird digit and it couldn't get it right. So yeah. something, whatever it was, the energy was focusing in on what these people were thinking 
and then regurgitating it back through the glass. And I always say to people, if you, because we don't really know who we're communicating with. I know it's spirit, but we yeah. don't really know, do we? 100%. We don't really know. Yeah. Um, and so for me, it's fascinating when we talk about communicating through the mind, because that's what's happening in the spirit world more than, it, yeah. it, and it really opened my eyes to it thinking, oh my God, they can actually get into your head and listen to what you're saying. Yeah. And, 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 yes. and going right back <laughs> to the beginning of our conversation, the two go hand in hand. They really, really do. I mean, me personally, I'm not saying it. me personally, it is spirit. It's, you know, when you get your past loved ones come through, that that much I believe one hundred percent is true. But in some cases, again, let's take Skinwalker Ranch. You get that paranormal activity. What's going on there? Is it really spirit, or is, or is it connected to the UFO or these portals? Do you know, absolutely fascinating conversation. We've been chatting. <laughs> Our producers be like, right, stop now. We've been chatting for nearly an hour. How wonderful is that? Right. Can I just say one last one last thing mm. that will get you thinking then? Yeah. The people that take you were on about taking photographs or videos of UFOs yeah. and the movement of them and things like that. And you you will not get uh, they, I always get this asked as well, why can't I take a good picture? And I've had this many, many times, and it's because you're not seeing the whole, you're not seeing the whole picture because it's on a diff some of it is on a different frequency. And because you only see the bit within our visible light spectrum, there are other parts of them. And that's why there are lots of pictures of just blurry lights and blurry images but you're not getting the crystal clear picture because you're not seeing the whole thing and you don't have the camera that can take different frequencies can you imagine who is going to invent a camera that can take different frequencies i know can you imagine i mean i know yes but they get they get infrared and ultraviolet and that but the specific and this is the difference. The UFOs can be on a completely different frequency, a different dimension. So you're only seeing the bit as it passes through. And that's why you get flashes in the light, of light mm. in the sky uh, where different people will see, or lots of people can see a flash, but it's just a flash as it passes through our visible spectrum. My goodness me, you've given me an awful lot to think about now. When I'm looking up at the night sky, I really will be thinking about some of the things that you have said. Let's just finish on now th this wonderful new book that's come out. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's called UFOs, The Real Story. It's a revised edition, 2023, and it looks at the bigger picture with all of its complexities, with expanded explanations of why we see and experience what we do and is interlaced with many of the author's own sightings throughout his life. Yeah. An absolute wonderful uh, um, uh, book. I can't wait to get my copy. I'm going to send it to you somehow and you're going to sign it for me. Um, Paul I Askoff. Paul Askoff, it's been an absolute pleasure. Really enjoyed this and I hope uh, we'll, we'll chat again real soon. Thank you so much. Anytime, Yvette, it's been a pleasure and thank you for having me. Now let's get the answer to this week's fact or fiction. And to remind you, it was the word ghost is based on an old English word. So, what do you think? Hmm? What did you say, fact or fiction? Well, the answer is fact. Well done if you got that right. And the word comes from an old English word, ghast or ghost, which means spirit or soul. And it's also linked to geist, which is a German word for spirit.
Get in touch with me and share your stories. Here's the address. It's at contact at paranormalpod.co.uk or I am on WhatsApp. Here's the number 075-999-27537 and the Instagram page and here's the handle is at paranormalactivitypod um, where it's lovely because you can see photographs, videos. Uh, anybody that wants to send us videos, perhaps you're a paranormal researcher or paranormal group and you've found some amazing evidence, you've caught it on camera or EVPs, please let's have a look so we can share them with the rest of our community stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving me a follow and then i'll be back again same time next week but if you can't wait till then visit www.paranormalpod.co.uk where you can find options to get episodes a day early have a great week stay safe and remember things aren't always as they seem When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.